everyone. Hope you've had a good week. Thank you for joining us here on 3Go Podcasting. Uh, we have a new theme tune. What do you think, chaps and chapess? Do you like it? Very jazzy. Love it. It's quite funky, mm-hmm. isn't it? It's very funky. It's very good. Now, there's a bit of a story about the guy who wrote that. This is actually quite cool. I only found out about this afterwards because I worked out you know, who he was and did a bit of uh, Google stalking. Uh, so he's actually part of a Canadian pop band and they've had a few uh, chart hits over there. But the reason they're famous is... Last year, I don't know if you saw this, um, somebody recorded an entire fake Green Day album. You know Green Day, oh, the, yeah. the punk rock band? Yeah. They record, Somebody yeah. recorded an entire fake album of theirs and released it on the internet and fooled thousands of Green Day fans into thinking they'd done a new album. Oh, really? And actually, it was the guy <laughs> who wrote our song and who sung it, wow. uh, whose band did that. Oh, wow. How cool is that? Yeah. This guy's band recorded an entire album and fooled the internet into thinking it was by Green Day. Is he in prison now? How cool is that? So how did you find this fellow then? Oh, he's on the internet. It's fine. <laughs> uh, it's all entirely above board and legal, and you can find anything on Google if you look. So, yeah, so the guy who's singing our new theme tune uh, is from a group called Panic Land, I think they're called. Check them out. Actually, some of their stuff's not too bad. But, yeah, they, they fooled the internet by recording a fake Green Day album. Wow. Um, so that is that is quite cool. Now, I'm afraid I've been on more random YouTube <laughs> uh, videos this week, and it is thought it's sort of linked to our new theme tune. Now, um, the good news is it's nothing to do with jet washing, cleaning drains, pimple popping. Although, can I just say... Holy holy cow, it's a miracle. <laughs> I know, but the guy did come this week and oh, jet wash our patio. Did you scare him off? He actually, Literally, I watched him for about <laughs> oh an hour. Oh, my was, God. And he had, like, a proper, a proper big jet wash. It wasn't one of these rubbish ones you buy at the... Now he's just a thing. Oh. He's bragging. I know. It was a, he, he had a thing on his back. He had a helmet on. He had a visor, and he was blasting away. I hate to think what my water bill is going to be <laughs> in about three weeks' time. It's going to be massive because it's on like for five hours. <laughs> but yeah. So anyway, it's nothing to do with that. What it is to do with, I was just you know you know how random stuff comes up on your YouTube search, and I don't know how I got to it. And don't worry, it's nothing dodgy. <laughs> but um, I ended up. With Anita Dobson singing "Anyone Can Fall <laughs> oh, in Love," showing up on my, showing up on <laughs> that's on a my true classic, search. Rich. But you see, it's, it's true classic because, of course, it's linked to themes because it's the EastEnders theme which they put words yeah. to. And of course, what immediately yeah. happened is I then had to think of all the other classic eighties and before oh, uh, theme tunes oh, which people put words God. to. So where do you think this took me? Albion Market. Minder. Minder. I could be so good for you. Of course, don't forget, Howard's Way became Always oh, There. Oh, no. Who sung that? <laughs> Who was it? Always <laughs> Way. Uh, Marty, Marty Webb, Marty maybe? Webb. Um, yeah. You know, I used to hate Howard's Way. And do you know why I used to hate Howard's Way? Because it always signified Sunday night and it was school the next day. Yeah, and I yeah, hated it. Yeah, absolutely. It was sort of that bit where it was your weekend's over and it's time to try and avoid your parents looking at you to make you go to bed. Um, yeah, so of course, so I ended up random with Anita Dobbs and then had to go down to the Howard's Way, then Minder. And then I came across Nick Berry in Heartbeat, but I'm pretty sure that was a song anyway, which he just sung. So I don't think yeah. that counts. Um, but of course, he does get an honourable mention for Every Loser Wins. Not a theme tune, but a, a pretty good song anyway. Um, so I think we'll be coming back to this in a few weeks. Random 80s songs, what did they, um, which you'd forgotten about. What did they do though on the uh, actually, you just know, a bit you, of yeah. EastEnders trivia. Oh. Who can remember what, who, which characters were lo- connected to the Every Loser Wins? There was two characters having a love story oh. in EastEnders. Wixie, oh, Wixie. God. Well, it's got to be yeah, it's got to be Wixie because that was mm. Nick Berry, wasn't it? No, 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 no. really, no, it wasn't Wixie. Um, um, How do you Ian know Beale? this, Helen? How do you know this? 
I know I have like a, an amazing capacity for nonsense from soaps for from the the eighties and nineties. Like nothing important oh, ever stays in my head, but I know I could tell you loads about Neighbours in the early years and, and EastEnders, and not that I even watch any of these now, you, but it just all stays. Wellard there. and Dean Gaffney. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think they were even born when this was oh. out, were they? Pre, pre oh. well well, I mean, who's that thing? So is it um, um, the one who... Pl- oh, what's it? Um, Vicky but, Mitchell? No, no. Vicky Fowler? No. Who am I talking about? <laughs> uh, Vicky, you're, you're on the, along the right Ooh. tracks. Think think Vicky's... Uh, before Vicky, Vicky's mother. Pauline. Who was Vicky's oh, mother? Um, Pauline Fowler. Oh, oh Wendy uh, Richards. Pauline Fowler. No, oh. you're really? skipping a generation. Oh. No, hang on. Yeah, Nan Fowler was Polly, it? The one who was in Grain Chill. Who did she play? Yes, yes. Was she? Vi- she played Vicky Fowler's. Well, whether was she? Yeah, was she Fowler? Her mother. What's her name? So she was Michelle. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. And she had uh, before the whole Dirty Den, which resulted in Vicky Fowler. Was it Vicky Fowler? Yeah, that doesn't yeah, sound right. Yeah, Vicky. Yeah, yeah, I think it was. Was she the one who was randomly American for about half an hour in one of you, a few episodes? <laughs> yes. Like, yeah, didn't, yes, and then, and then stopped, just stopped being, being American, American for no reason at all. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. So anyway, right. we've established it was so, her and mum. Dr. And who was the other Dr. person Leg. involved? Dr. Leg. <laughs> no, oh. no, that would have been a completely okay. different program. <laughs> um, uh, I think, I'm going to maybe not be quite as knowledgeable, I think. I oh, think no, it was you called can't start with I think. I think I think his name was Curly, Curly Watts. Watts. Yes, Curly Watts. Oh, yeah, old oh, Curly. Yeah, 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 yeah we yeah, know yeah, Curly. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay, and that was what every loser wins. Their, their doomed love affair was kind of set to. I think he played it in the, the old Vic at some point, uh, like a pivotal moment well. when their relationship was kind of. Uh, I have to say, um, when I started on about this about five minutes ago, I wasn't expecting <laughs> it to go down this road. But hey, we've now known the history of possibly somebody called Curly Watts. It may or may not it was, have been. It was Curly and Watts. And some members of the Fowler's family, which may and or may do, not. Do you know the best thing about that song? I don't. Is it they, play at, they, it? They, they played at every at Jules home game. <laughs> You're so oh, see, funny. Ha ha, my ribs ah. just broken. Um, on the video you watched, the uh, every yeah. no, what was it? Every anyone can fall in love. What did they have then? Was it just her walking around Albert Square, or I, I, I'm just trying to see what would you have? In oh the well, video? no, I didn't. I, um, I didn't get to the actual music video. This was just a picture ah. of the out of the single cover, and then the, the, ah, okay. if there actually is a video, I'm gonna have to I'm well, dig that out. Later. The best thing would be because if it had her in it, her hair is the exact replica of Brian May's hair, and they're married, aren't they? So. <laughs> Yeah, so they're married. They've got one massive Afro yeah. thing on, haven't they? That's amazing. Um, so yeah, so uh, so my YouTube videos have taken a, a turn this week, and I've ended up into '80s TV themes that had words put to them. I'll be doing more research. Um, Helen, you found stuff on YouTube. I think we need to talk about this week. I've always liked what I call gentle television. So you know, you as I said last week, you're all creatures, great and small. I love a bit of cooking. I love your. Hugh Fernley Whittingstall, anything which is not going to challenge me in any way, shape or form. And it's just going to let me kind of sit and just be immersed in something gentle. And I found the ultimate in gentle television and it's right. something called Cruising the Cut. Okay. And it's a it's an ex-Meridian um, presenter. I think he was Meridian, our local, what used to be our local news in, in the southeast, um, presenter who has kind of quit the rat race, bought himself a narrow boat and now has a huge following for his little videos about narrow boating around England. And it, it literally is just him on his narrow boat, kind of drifting down the canal and pontificating about what he can see, talking us through a lock, 
talking us through this morning's one. Actually, I didn't see. I'm going to admit I didn't watch this one. My husband watched this one, but he was just telling me the whole thing was about the fact they had to buy some coal. Oh. Does he live alone? <laughs> does he live alone? He had to buy some coal. <laughs> <laughs> he so. does live alone, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah. He's one in my book. If he buys coal and wood and has fires on the boat, yeah, exactly. happy days. Lives alone. Exactly. This, is, this is building up for the EastEnders drums at the end of an episode. <laughs> Next week, I'll buy some bread. <laughs> dum, dum, dum. Okay, this is a guy called Dave. I think I used to work with him years ago. He used to work on local radio around here. He's a really nice guy, actually. Um, he does, but he does hook up with other other narrow boaters. So sometimes I, you I, have. I, I, hang on a second, Jay. What, what's wrong with people that live on their own? What, what's wrong? Oh, what's the issue there, Jay? <laughs> I, I don't think we need to hear about videos of people hooking up with others as they float around the country. And um, what I was going to say is, um, not notwithstanding the fact there's some amazing countryside to be seen around this country, but generally when you go down a river, it's basically fields and trees on each side, and occasionally a country pub, and if you're really lucky, a house. Um, is there that much difference between every episode? Surely this week I'm in Worcestershire looking at trees. Next week I'll be somewhere else looking at trees and no, a, no, an I occasional lock and some coal buying. I think that's the beauty of it. it. It is actually just like very kind of, you know what you're going to get. There's no shocks each week. It's not suddenly this week he kind of uh, navigates his way through um like, I don't know, the rough side of central London. Or something. <laughs> yeah, he's just, he's just, yeah. graffiti all down the side of his boat. <laughs> <laughs> I would watch that. If he takes it, his boat through it, the Panama Canal, that'll be worth watching. It was it was very tense the other day though, because he was on a um, he was on the Lang the Langothlan Canal in Wales, oh, yeah, yeah, which actually there, I have yeah. I have been I've been on it. Yeah, yeah. And Rang. there's an aqueduct on the um, Langothlan Canal. Which and they were saying like it kind of you can't quite work out how it passes health and safety in it today's doesn't world been there. because there was yeah about well less than a foot the kind of the, you've got the boat and probably the sides are less than a foot higher than the boat and then after the over on the other side there's just an absolute sheer drop ah. um so that was that was tense that was exciting <laughs> as we as we drifted along there just to build on that there's also another uh, and the same thing there's a place called Chirk where my grandparents used to live. And there's a uh, an aqueduct there. And two things. One, it's very, very narrow. And the hilarious thing is you can stand on the bridge and just watch people randomly ram these boats across the fortune <laughs> to the side of the, to the side of the concrete. Um, but also there's a tunnel there which you have to go through yeah. to get to the side. But it's literally, yeah. it's about an inch taller yeah. than the top of the oh boat. And wow. you sort of watch these people going, are they going to, have they realised, have they realised, have they duck, duck? And then people <laughs> whacking their heads on this stonemasonry. Um, but it's actually, I, you say, it wouldn't get past health and safety today. I used to spend hours on that when I was a kid going through that tunnel. But um, it's quite funny watching sort of big tourist groups of hired a boat realising at very short notice that they're going to hit their heads. On a large, on a large bridge. Um, <laughs> I've got to say, Helen, I, I love the, I love the idea of this program. This is brilliant. This, and let's face it, this is what we should be doing in life. We shouldn't be working all the hours at God's ends. We should be on a narrow boat sailing down some river. Oh, hang on! Absolutely. There's a summer special here. Three go podcasting on a canal boat. <laughs> Oh, it's definitely got to be done. What could possibly well, go wrong with that? the thing is, though, you should introduce some excitement and do it on a rapids or something like that. It'd be exciting. <laughs> <laughs> on, a, on a rapids. Brilliant. All those well-known rapids in the UK. Oh, there's some of them. We'll find one. Yeah. Um, well, so, I tell you, we we so have to do this, though. We have to go on like the Norfolk Broads or something as a, as a as a as a group. We'll have to get tooks, <laughs> and then we'll have to just all go and do the podcast live from I have the boat. To say, 
Um, no disrespect to all of you, but I can't think of anything worse <laughs> to be, <laughs> to Gosh. be honest. Oh no, all of us cooped, cooped up on a little narrow boat, um, <laughs> randomly navigating around and smashing into things and trying not to kill other people on other boats. I mean, it's just not going to end well. And I somehow think it won't turn out as well as Dave doing his show about narrowly floating, you know, floating nicely up a river. They'll just be us shouting at each other and having fights and hitting people. Tunnel um, dark. And, and what's this? So what's this called? It's on YouTube. What's it called? It's called Cruising the Cut. Cruising the Cut. Well, okay. I see. I, I, I'm searching it. You know, I, I'm not going to go with uh, watching patios being washed and stuff. Cruising the Cut's where it's at. <laughs> it's hours of gentle fun. Yeah. It's just... I'll have to uh, check that Brilliant. out. Um, okay, so um, has anybody else got any obscure, uh, you know, obscure YouTube videos they found this I week? I going to say obscene. No. No, no, sadly, I've not been watching YouTube like you, Rich. Darts bust ups. Can I mention darts bust ups? Darts don't bust ask me. Ups. Okay, don't ask it. me how. I just got on it, and there's just there seems to be this one player. I think his name's Lewis Price. He just seems to get in everyone's face, and he just starts pointing at the at the opponents. But it's darts. <laughs> I mean, how complicated can it get? One of you stands in front of a board. You throw them. You take your darts out. You move away. What's, what's there to argue about? I'm not. But yeah, <laughs> is it, does he get stressed or something, Joe? Did he what? <laughs> Is he getting stressed? He was getting stressed. And then there was one bit where there was no crowds. It must have been like with COVID going on. And the uh, the referee had to call security. He said, can you come in, please? Because he was really going for this guy. He must. Well, Does he still have the dart in the hand when he's he did. jabbing the he other did, people? Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Jeez, I wouldn't <laughs> want to play with him. Is it just darts players having a just fight? Just putting darts bust up. They don't actually get to fisty. They don't get to fisty cuffs, but it's just quite amusing watching them getting a bit leery because oh, like go, goading in front of the crowds and going, but they do it deliberately in front of the other person. And you can just see their face going redder and redder. I don't know much about darts, but I would have thought the security is primarily there to stop everybody else who's drunk <laughs> yeah. throwing things up on the stage, not them having a fight with each other. Because I mean, it's a fairly genteel game. Because you just you say you lob a few yeah. darts at a board. And that's it. It's not exactly... Exactly. Um, okay. I don't darts, think I've ever darts. seen anybody get out of their box at a game of darts, ever. So, yeah. well done, Joe. I mean, for finding that one. I did, Awesome. Yeah. So, um, something I did watch on TV this week, um, and I'm just going to mention this, so I was, I was sitting there watching this programme thinking, am I the only one who's, who's worked this out? Um, Sue Perkins, she does all these documentaries going around the world into different countries. She's in Mexico, okay, at the moment. I haven't watched all of it, but this bit was around particularly the border with the US. Okay. And they were obviously talking about the war and all that sort of stuff. And part of this was a, a bunch of private individuals, uh, I think probably in Texas, um, who have decided to build their own wall to keep the Mexicans out, <laughs> but only on the pro- property and land that they own. <laughs> now, can you spot the problem with this before we even get there? And I was sitting there thinking... Is it just what? me, or have I not worked? It, have nobody else worked this out? Um, and it went on and on. And eventually, I was okay because the vicar who she was interviewing said, "But of course, it's a bit pointless because they'll just go to either end of the wall when it stops and walk around it." But these people are spending millions of dollars building this wall that only goes about half a mile across the bottom of their field, <laughs> and on either side of it is absolutely nothing. They've got they got the most expensive bricklayer I've ever known. Then. <laughs> They should. They could save some money on this. Don't worry about building a wall. Just hire thousands of mime artists to stand on the sort of perimeter and pretend <laughs> that there's a wall there by doing the whole. <laughs> you know, yeah. problem solved. Genius. It's a see-through wall. It's a see-through glass wall. Did it of that? I think you should send that one to Trump. <laughs> I reckon you could make some He'll money out of that it. idea. He'll go for it. Be oh, he'd, he'd be there with bells on. <laughs> um, yeah. So that that made me laugh. It took me a while, just and then eventually I realised that they'd actually worked it out. Um, and the last thing I'm going to say, um, 
And then have you been to the shops in the last couple of days? No. No, it's September, okay? It is the middle oh, of September. No. I know what you're going to say. I went to one Not particular Christmas. shop. They had all of their Christmas oh, stuff God. out. They had flashing no. lights. They it's had just... the blow-up things. They had all the decorations. Oh, dear. And it was just, what are you doing? <laughs> Every year, they just get earlier, don't they? Every year, September, my Lord, what the hell is going it's on? It's cancelled this year. I mean, we haven't even got past Halloween, the made-up holiday that everyone now seems to really sort of go for, which, when I was a kid, was one of those things that we didn't really ever do anything about. It was just something that people vaguely mention now. It's this massive thing. But, I mean, the problem is, you know, you've got kids walking around the shop in September telling kids they can't, you know, you're the, the mean parent who's being by humbug. And it's sort of like, no, mate, you're not buying a Christmas tree in September. We'll come back like two weeks before Christmas when they're all on half price sale. Uh, that is a bit hum- by humbug. But, yeah, I just couldn't believe it. And it wasn't just like a few bits on the shelf. This was the whole um, thing with the lights and the laser oh, shows. Full monster. Just ridiculous. So yeah. um, there's really Helen. No you're going to you're going to tell me that you love Christmas in September, aren't you, Helen? No, no, I don't. I, no, I, I actually I, I do love this time of year, but I, I actually do quite like Halloween as well. Rich, I'm afraid I'm one of those who quite enjoys that, and I love bonfire night. So it's all of these things. Now I agree with Rich. It's got to be you can kind of get carried away with them up until that point, but you have to wait till they've all passed before you can do the next one. But I was just going to agree with Rich uh, with Jay. According to the BBC, Christmas is cancelled this year anyway. So maybe they're getting in early so that people kind of <laughs> buy, buy the them before anyway. they realise that we're not actually having Christmas this year. So Christmas socially distanced. <laughs> yeah, well, the, the problem with all this Christmas stuff is it means I can't get to the Easter eggs easily. The all behind the Christmas stuff. That's really, that's really annoying. Um, yeah, so... Years ago, I used to work for a magazine and uh, not for a not sorry not magazine for a PR company, and we used to do the PR for all these various magazines who would do Christmas in August. So we'd do all our PR stuff in like the sweltering heat. You'd kind of be thinking, however many months ahead, and it was it was really by the time we got to Christmas, it's like oh no, absolutely over that now because we've been doing photo shoots and everything else for for months already. It's like they film all the Christmas specials in like June or July, yes. don't they? They're sort of like hey, it's Christmas. It's not mate, it's July. Sort it out. <laughs> okay. Um, other stuff to talk about in a minute, including what Jason's been watching on TV, because uh, I think we're going to come back to the Karate Kid conversation from last week. But we have reached at that point of the podcast. It's it's the it literally is the one you've all been waiting for. The moment you've been waiting for is finally here for you. It's here to make you laugh, or maybe not too much. No, although he's weak and freaking like enough technique, you love it anyway. I was going to make myself a belt out of watches, but then I realised that'd be a waste of time. That's, 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 that's all right. It's not too bad. Um, um, is there? A, there must be a, a standby well, joke because there always is. I'm sure you've heard this one. What did the zero say to the eight? Nice belt. <laughs> I don't. Nice belt I, because it's it's an eight is a zero with a. Oh, it's all right. She can't even muster. It's, right. we'll, we'll, it's a visual, we'll, a visual joke. We'll, we'll put a, we'll put a picture on the internet to help you explain it. <laughs> This is 3Go Podcasting with Richard, Ian, Jay and Helen.
So we gave you some stick last week, Jay, for having never seen Karate Kid until, like, last week. Um, it was all in anticipation of Cobra Kai, which Cobra is Kai. this new series on Netflix. Yep. Um, you've been watching it. Yeah. Any good? Is it worth watching? It's brilliant. Honestly, you've got to watch it. Um, I didn't realise, so we're saying it's new, um, but actually it's been on YouTube since 2018, but it's only just gone on to Netflix. Yeah, which I I, I was a bit surprised about, but um, I think the big hoo-ha is that it, it, they wanted to sort of, um, it got really good feedback on YouTube, but obviously not loads and loads of people were seeing it because people don't use YouTube to watch films and stuff like that, you know, in series. So um, Netflix bought it, put it on from August this year, and they've already commissioned a third series apparently for next year because it's, it's so popular. But um yeah, it's it's great. I mean, they've really hit the right sort of tone for this. It could have been really tacky and cheesy, but it's actually really funny. It's very tongue-in-cheek. It's very much taking the mickey out of itself. Um, you only really have to see the first Karate Kid film, because um, I gave up after part two, because part two was rubbish, I thought, to be honest. Oh, really? What's that look for? It was rubbish. <laughs> Don't give up on the karate. Yeah, okay. The second one, it gets. Yeah, first one's the best one. Yeah, yeah. Carry, carry so on. you only really need to see the first one. There's a lot of flashbacks anyway to sort of explain it, and it's sort of like I've only watched the first, I think, five episodes we've watched so far, um, and it's very much role reversal. You actually feel a bit sorry for Johnny, who was obviously the bad guy in the first film, um, and it's more Daniel Larusso who is quite annoying. He's like this big car salesman. Um, now and Johnny is down on his luck he's a bit of an alcoholic his son's disowned him um, yeah he's just down on his luck and basically decides to set up a dojo takes one kid from uh, the local area under his wing starts training him um, and you can see where it's sort of going to go right you can see that it's going to be potentially this Johnny's son gets trained by Daniel LaRusso and then he comes up against this kid who Johnny's training sort of thing but it's it's really good it's really it doesn't take itself too seriously it's very much done as if it's in the 80s so like there's these big bold brash titles flash up on the screen at the beginning there's an 80s rock sort of soundtrack in the background um like in the cellar yeah it's really good honestly i mean i haven't watched it all yet i'm halfway through the first series there's two series to watch but i would thoroughly recommend it they're half an hour episodes so you don't need like loads of time to watch each each episode yeah i would thoroughly recommend it it's it's really really good i'm really enjoying it i'm gonna check that out i I love the fact that it's been on youtube for two years no one saw it on netflix and becomes a massive success how gutted must he be when you sort of worked on his years ago and no one watched it exactly exactly because you know we're all busy watching pressure washing videos or people on canal notes (laughs) rather than the multi-billion pound budget of of this film um i have to say though i had a bit of 80s nostalgia this week um because we've obviously finished unpacking we got all our dvds out i was putting them out and i thought oh I need to watch this. I haven't watched this for all the way through for years. Um, I'm going to give you a clue. Um, I feel the need, the need for speed. Top Gun. I've yeah. never seen Top Gun. Is it? <laughs> Sorry? I've never seen it. Is it good? Um, I, um, uh, I don't understand. I've never Jason, seen it. I don't Honestly, you, I've seen um, bits Jason, of it. Jason, were you in, were in a, okay, a coma actually, for many years during I your... I think I just watched the same films over and over again. I don't understand how... You know, you're, you're like always kind of like a real font of kind of knowledge about these things. I, there seems I, to be just this big gap. Maybe you were... I know of it. Well, I'm glad you know, you know, I know he's of maverick. it. That would be even more worrying if you hadn't ever heard yeah. of Top Gun. I, I'm... I, I'm aware of the concept. I haven't actually seen <laughs> the film. Um, I don't. I, how have you got through the eighties without seeing the Karate well, Kid 
or Top Gun. I mean, it's not like it's a little obscure film that no one's ever heard uh, of. These are like the biggest films. Come on. Can I just check? Um, stop, stop. Goonies? Yeah, I've seen that loads. Of, that's what I was going to say. I've seen oh, the same films. Gremlins? Oh, yeah, Gremlins, Goonies. Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Beetlejuice. The Beetlejuice. The amazing film. Lost Boys is an amazing film. Seen that Breakfast multiple Club. Times. You go... No, not seen that. I love that film. Seen You've that. not seen oh, the Breakfast Club? No, okay. I've not seen that. Oh, you need to say that that's a great film. But that, that yeah, but that, that was a great film, but it wasn't as no, mainstream no, it's more as, but still... as, as the others. St. Elmo's Fire? No, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. That's a quality oh, okay. film. Yeah, that's, that's a great okay. film. That's a great film. Yeah. We're going to actually have to research this in advance because I keep mentioning massive films that I should have yeah, seen and you just go, what, well, I haven't seen that. I'm going to be the film to expert. Be fair, to be fair, <laughs> yeah, but if you say Top Gun, there's not many people in the world who haven't seen that film. Yeah, there are small kids in Vietnam without a TV who know what happens in Top Gun. <laughs> have, I, have I made this up uh, or is there going to be a Top Gun sequel? There is. Yeah, he's made it already. It's coming out this year. He's yeah. been pushed is back Tom Cruise in it? The times. Yeah, 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 he's in it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the, the guy the guy who died in the first one's not, surprisingly. Um, oh, sorry, spoiler alert yeah. if you haven't seen that. I bet you. giving that one away now. Uh, but the guy who was in ER, he, he's dead in it. So don't worry about goose. it. Kelly McGillis. Um, is that Goose? Oh, no, spoilers. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, he no, no, did yeah. die. Um, yeah, goose. he died, yeah. What, in real... He didn't die in real life, did he? In real life. No, no, not in real I life. He, died. he died in real Just life. In... Jonathan Edwards or something. Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards. Did he? No, he died, he died, he died in the ER. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm going to have to look this up now. I think we have to Google this. Just in I case thought he died. Um, but can I just say, just while oh. you're doing that, right? Um, Slightly sombre. The Karate the podcast, Kid thing. It? So it, it works. Most of you obviously saw it back in the 80s. And the one thing that I'm struggling to get my head around on this Cobra Kai is um, obviously, you know, um, Ralph Macho's now, I think he's 58 now. And but I'm looking at this because I only watched Karate Kid last week. I'm looking at it sort of like Back to the Future Two, where I'm thinking he's got prosthetics on, and that's actually him. And I'm really struggling with that. So um, I'd recommend you see Karate Kid originally, and don't watch it the week before you see Cobra Kai. You don't need to anyway because it does flashbacks all the time. I'm just checking; he's not dead. Oh, he's not. Um, I do apologise. No, it doesn't to seem his family. to. Doesn't seem to be, according to Wikipedia. So I'm. I'm I was worried of them. What you might have been about to cut that out, but <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Uh, he doesn't appear to be dead. Just dead in the TV show. Dead in the TV show. And the but he must have given such a great performance. I've, I thought he was yeah, he dead. Didn't get through the halfway point in that. So um, <laughs> uh, okay, so that's worth. Uh, that's it's worth definitely watching worth watching. Um, sticking with something firmly in the eighties. One of my favourite TV shows was Number Seventy Three. Ah, on Saturday mornings. Yeah. Now, um, why are we talking about Number Seventy Three this week, Jay? Well, it was just one of these random news stories that you see, and you, I just so wanted it to be true as well because there was this rumour going around that Neil Buchanan, who, as you said, used to be on Number Seventy Three, and also more probably known to more of our Art audience Attack. for Art Attack, right? Which was basically for anyone who hadn't seen it, was the follow-on really from heartbeat and tony hart he was the follow-on from that right and if you're even younger probably the man sandwiching between mr maker as well i probably want to rephrase that because that's <laughs> come out a bit weird Art but anyway ninja, isn't, isn't he the modern equivalent just to bring us right oh, up who's to date. Art ninja i've never oh, seen art that, ninja. that? Oh, art ninja. that? He's the, he is the modern one he's a he's from bristol so he could be banksy maybe he is banksy he's probably a bit too young actually Ooh. and he's yeah maybe that's the, all the, okay. maybe i covered it You've uncovered it. So, yeah, the, the, the story is that um, he's had to come out in denial that he's not Banksy and he's had to put it on his website and everything because some rumour went round, something to do with he's in a band and where he was touring, um, that seemed to be wherever the Banksy artwork seemed to crop up. 
this band was touring Marseille oh. or something. I think the band. Yeah, called. but but it's like a, it's a heavy metal band. I mean, have you seen a picture of it? He's in a leather Google jacket, it. I mean, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, but he he also looks like he's um you know in the old days he's fresh faced on Art Attack, jumping about, making you know full size Statue of Liberty from some old trousers <laughs> and some glitter. And on, on this, he looks like he's been on the circuit for a long time oh, really? and has lived a, a rock and roll lifestyle. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but what if it's what if it's a double bluff? It could be. His artwork's really good, actually. If you go on his website, his artwork, as, as you know, you're used to seeing him doing cartoony stuff and painting stuff, but he's a proper, proper artist. Oh, it's very he's good. A artist, yeah, it's very he? good he's a proper stuff. artist, yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah, you've got to check out a picture of him now because he, he looks very different to when he was on TV. And I'm astounded that he's 58 years old. He's nearly 60. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I guess actually. Bearing in mind he was on kids' TV when I was growing up, that's probably not a massive surprise, but I still don't compute the fact that I'm as old as I am. Um, so I get upset when I find out people I watched on TV are like in their 60s now, and it just doesn't feel right. Um, so I just do the usual thing of trying to ignore that ever happened and just pretend I didn't know those sorts of things. Ian, you've been, har- you've been harassing 80s pop stars on the internet, I think. Yes, I have, um, because uh, this has all started uh, a good few weeks ago when you introduced the six-foot cardboard cutout of Mr Rick Astley. There you go, he's turned the camera and I can see Rick. There he is standing there in all his splendour. <laughs> Rick's in the background with me here in the studio. Yeah, yeah. it's all good. So uh, what we've uh, what I've decided to do, I took it upon myself to uh, start a daily campaign uh, on Twitter. Uh, so I've, uh, there was a daily campaign now uh, daily to campaign. basically tweet Mr Astley and tell him that uh, he really needs to appear on our podcast and, and join in the fun, you know, and, and kind of, you know, and, and look at his cardboard cutout. I mean, he needs to just look at it. It's a thing of splendour. He knows what it looks like. He looks in the mirror. He can just look in the mirror and see that, and it actually moves, unlike my one, which doesn't, because it's like made of cardboard. So what, why would he want... Okay, um, I'm not an expert, but I, I don't think a way of getting him to agree to come on the podcast is to annoy him every single day of the year. Probably isn't the best way. Of, and what are we going to talk to him about when he comes on? We're going to ask him if he doesn't... If, I'd go, sh- hello, have you seen Top Gun and Karate Kid? Because Jason oh, no, listen... Come on. What, I mean, do, what do you think about canal you boats cannot tell going me, around the country? You cannot tell me, Richard, that you can't think of a question to ask Rick, Rick Astley. You know, there are loads. I'd ask loads. him, oh, are you a stranger fair, to love? If right now, I'd, sh- I'd struggle... Sorry. <laughs> I'd struggle to know what to ask him if he was here right now. You can right practice, now, Rich. You're not helping my campaign, Rich. Have you got a new album turn, coming turn out? Turn towards him and have a, a little practice. Imagine, put yourself in that moment. Think, look at his face, smiling down at you. And... and yeah. Visualise what you could. Uh, it's quiet. You and he could chat about. Anyway, uh, Rick, if you're listening to this, if you're listening to this, Rick, ignore Richard. Uh, me, <laughs> Helen, sure he uh, be, Tooks, and Jay, we all want we you do. on. It just Richard. He's just. He's just. You know. I've got his albums on yeah, cassette. Well, for God's sake. So on cassette. Yeah, have you got anything to play them on? No. That's not the point. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> no. Okay. Um, okay. Well, you 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 keep in your pursuit of Mr. Astley. I'm sure you know he'll eventually. Um, on day five. Respond. Or delete his account and take out an injunction. Yeah, exactly. Things will happen. He's going to be in That's court. That's the aim for the hundredth episode. <laughs> yeah. You've got time then. You can work on it. For, yeah. What if we're not? <laughs> if we're not already in prison by then? <laughs> like so Captain Tom Moore, one hundred years. I do one hundred days of you know of basically community service at this rate, and, and Rick comes on the on the podcast. <laughs> To be fair, I'm, I'm not really sure you can equate the two, to be, to be fair. Because a well, bloke who's 100 my world, years old, I can. therefore for 100 days I'm going to annoy a bloke on the internet. Okay, um, you let us know how you get on, periodic updates, um, and I'm assuming all the time that Rick doesn't appear on the show, um, that you're still trying in the background. So uh, okay. we'll, we'll, yeah, definitely. we'll come back to yeah. that. Um, but I'm super and, excited. Um, just maintaining our very white middle class feel to this podcast. Um, you went to Cambridge and went punting, I believe. 
I did. I've been to Cambridge uh, in the last week, and I thought well, the, the only thing to do is to go punting because you see it all on the rivers, very relaxing. What, what, what? Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we got in this taxi and we, we stopped off and the cab driver was brilliant. He said, you know, he said, look, listen, you're going to have to barter here, all right? Now, I'm no good at bartering. I'm pretty rubbish at it. Uh, but I, I, I suddenly realised exactly why because we pulled up to the first one and uh, sort of, you know, ran down the window said, oh, look, we'd like to go punting. So there were two of us. And uh, he said, oh, so all the options are yet. So for two of you, 45 minutes tour, £160. What? A tour? He's down a river, don't you? Yeah, well, hopped exactly. on Dane's barge, so you, for that? I'm thinking, yeah, I'm thinking, you know, sitting on a boat, being sort of pushed down a river for 45 minutes, that doesn't really equate to 160 quid in my view. Uh, so anyway, so we went round to uh, the other side of Cambridge and uh, spoke to somebody there from the same company, the same company, uh, and they wanted eighty pounds, ah. so we went with them instead. So, you, so what you're saying is you took a punt? Yeah. <laughs> oh no! Oh, God. oh dear! If only I had a sound effect button I could push at this point. Oh um, God! But yeah, but to be fair, that eighty quid is still quite steep for someone to push you five hundred yeah. yards in a boat. It is, but um, he did tell us about the history of Cambridge and the very yeah, best he thing made is that as up, well. Well, he could have done, but he was clearly a local lad. And the best thing was uh, that when we got talking to him on the river, he actually was at university down here in Kent. So he did his university degree in Kent and then told us that he hadn't come down to view the university before he started and really wished he had because it was Medway. And he suddenly (laughs) found himself in Medway compared to Cambridge. You can kind of see the issue there. I can. I'm I'm also slightly sceptical about these. You know these people when you get a guided tour... Somewhere like the Tower of London, they know what they're talking about, but some of the other places, they could literally be making anything up and telling you about it and you just go for it. Because I have no idea if Lady Jane so-and-so, the 73rd Viscountess of so-and-so ever lived. I don't care. They could just make anything up, charge you a fire well, for it, and you'd, you'd be none the wiser. Later that day, I went on a, a, walk, a walking tour of Cambridge uh, with a fella who was uh, actually from Yugoslavia <laughs> telling me all about the history of Cambridge. Oh, that was fascinating because well, he began every back to the 1980s when that existed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and so he had all these dates and he was telling me all this history and he was rattling it off and he was, to be fair, he was very convincing because, you know, I have no clue if what he was saying was, was correct or not. But he started every sentence with, what it is, is, what it is, yeah, is. Are these Europeans coming over here learning our history and telling it to us? What's that well, about? We it? don't know it, to do be we? Fair, exactly, though, we don't know it. If, <laughs> they, at least someone If does. he's telling you he's from Yugoslavia, yeah. I wouldn't be trusting much else that's coming out of his mouth. <laughs> Yugoslavia, like you said, it hasn't existed how long, Richard? When did it finish? Well, it, depends. it depends. If he was born in Yugoslavia when it existed, he could theoretically say he was from Yugoslavia. Yeah, but I suppose yeah he, was, really he was exist. born there and he, he came, on, came over when he was age eight, apparently. So he's been here for most of his life. His name's he's Dave nice and he's from Clapham. Just get over it. <laughs> <laughs> oh right so did you enjoy so your trip cynical. to Cambridge yeah no it was really good yeah. if you've got to go it's a beautiful beautiful city lovely really lovely and beautiful and uh, I also uh, found a, a busker in the street who was rather awesome <laughs> that's where you tend to find al- buskers though <laughs> yeah well I bought his album and I thought you know one day he might be the next Rick Astley <laughs> so he found a busker and bought his album yeah oh, right, okay. he was good What's his, it was what's his name? Will Roberts. All right. What's his name? Okay. No, I'm going to plug him. He, he's absolutely brilliant, right? He's, he's on uh, all the music platforms, so Apple or, or Spotify. His name is Will Roberts. Will Robert. Check him out. Okay. He's really good. Cool. Okay. 
Are we okay. getting a percentage? Yeah, I was going to say your commission. Going on? Just, mm, just yeah. doing. Probably not. I mean, I'll try and get him on the podcast, but I don't think he'll appear. It's a bit like Rick. Oh, really. I think he's got a better chance of getting him than Mick Assey, to be <laughs> yeah. fair. He could just stop singing maybe, for five Maybe he knows Rick. Maybe do. they're friends. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I'm going to take a stab in the dark here and say he probably doesn't, but we, you know, I I may be wrong. Um, okay, fair enough. We will see. Uh, either the busker from Cambridge or Rick Astley or neither of them may be appearing on the podcast at some point in the future. So we're out of time for another week. Thank you for listening. Hope you've enjoyed it. You can get in touch with us via the website or find us on social media. Just search for Three Go Podcasting with the number three at the beginning. We will see you next week. Bye bye. Thank you for spending a period of time with us that you'll never get back. We're back next week. This has been 3 Go Podcasting. Peace. We're out. Three Go Podcast.